Good morning. It's Wednesday, January 4th, National Spaghetti Day. I'll tell you what my favorite National Spaghetti Day tradition is, leaving just a little bit of sauce out for spaghetti claws. What a dumb joke. What a dumb joke. You come here for the news and I do that. We're all silly in this scenario. And now the news. The big story today is, of course, the first day of the 118th Congress. How'd it go? Not, not great. Well, um, great if you're not a Republican and also like comedy. So for me, it was a very funny day. In general, though, and in all seriousness, today was super embarrassing for the Republicans or the serious ones, at least. Or just um, if they thought about it, they would be embarrassed, but they're not ever going to do that. And historically, today was not a great day. So let's break down the breakdown. The House of Representatives has 435 members. The Speaker of the House sets the agenda, and that person needs to get voted in. It's usually a pretty nothing moment, just a piece of normal business that gets done, and then the Speaker can start swearing everyone into their positions as House members. But because the Speaker is so key to the House, nothing else can get done until that part is done. The vote happened today, and it was, if you can believe it, even messier than we all expected. So the way it works is that people nominate someone for Speaker. So in this case, Kevin McCarthy was nominated for Speaker, and then Democrat Pete Aguilar nominated Hakeem Jeffries, who the Democrats already decided in a unanimous vote that that would be the House Minority Speaker. Uh, then it all went off the rails when Paul Gosar, who it doesn't even get to sit on any committees because of the time he made a cartoon where he pretended to kill Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and President Biden. So that guy got to stand up and nominate Andy Biggs. And that, that was followed by nominations for other Republicans as well, including one person who is not even a House member anymore. Because fun fact, you do not need to be a House member in order to be Speaker. I could be Speaker of the House. Let that be a bummer for you for a minute. Uh, and at this point, honestly, why not? <laughs> so all the nominations get put forth and then everyone votes. With only 222 Republican members, Kevin McCarthy, who has been making all kinds of deals and concessions to get the votes needed to become Speaker, could only afford to lose four votes. In the first round, Jeffries, who is a Democrat, came out with 212 votes. So that's every single Democrat voted in favor of Jeffries. McCarthy had 203 votes. And then 19 votes went to other Republicans, which meant that for the first time in 100 years, the speakership was not decided in the first round of voting. This is only the 15th time this has ever happened. The 14th time, the last time this happened, was literally 100 years ago in 1923. The 13 times it happened before that were all pre-Civil War. And I'm not saying that we're headed for a civil war, but um, I'm, who knows? Uh, but I do think the context of when this last happened combined with the fact that this is the first large swearing-in process besides the presidency since January 6th, those two things put together are pretty chilling, especially because some of the people that sit in that house, including, spoiler alert, some that were nominating and getting nominated for speaker are under investigation for their actions on the 6th. Anyway, so first round of voting, no one gets to 218. Remember, that's our magic number here. Second round of voting, no one gets to 218, but we did have House member Matt Gates, who saw a pardon from Trump related to a DOJ investigation into whether he violated sex trafficking laws, as well as his actions related to January 6th, stand up and nominate for Speaker Jim Jordan, the former wrestling coach who six of his former wrestlers accused of knowing about and explicitly ignoring allegations of sexual abuse by the team doctor. 
Jordan has refused to cooperate with the January 6th committee, which makes sense when you think about it, because he was texting Mark Meadows on January 5th about how Mike Pence should call out all the electoral votes that he believes are unconstitutional and give those states no votes at all. Just turtles all the way down if those turtles were gross insurrectionist bad men. So that was round two. (laughs) So uh, round one, nobody has 218. Round two, nobody has 218. Round three was basically the same, but McCarthy did end up losing yet another vote in that last round. So not a great day for Kevin McCarthy, to which, of course, we say good. At that point, there was a move to walk away for the day and reconvene tomorrow for more votes. So uh, we'll see. Kev says he's down to endure as many votes as it takes to get that speakership, which is very embarrassing for him. In the meantime, no one can get sworn in and the House can't do any work. This is not great. I, maybe, and, and hear me out, this seems wild, but perhaps the Republicans are not so good at that governing thing. However, here's something very fun that I want to say won't happen, but honestly, at this point, I'm, I, uh, who knows? Uh, the Speaker has to get to 218 if no one is voting present or abstaining from their vote. So 218 is the magic number in the House if everyone is actually voting for a person, but they also can abstain from their vote or just vote present. And the way it works is for every two people that do that, abstain or just vote present, the number, that threshold, that 218 drops down by one. Since the Democrats all voted for Jeffries every single time, there is no reason to think that they won't do that tomorrow or for as many days as this vote takes place, which hopefully... We can just, I don't know at this point. So Democrats, they're going to do their 212. They're going to stick with Jeffries. However, if at least 11 Republicans, of which there are more defectors from the never Kevin party, vote present or abstain from their vote, it is possible, not likely, but it is technically possible that Democrat Hakeem Jeffries will take the speakership. Isn't that fun? And again, this is not likely, but... Matt Lewis from the Daily Beast reported yesterday that Matt Gates told Kev he doesn't care if Jeffries is speaker. They don't care. They uh, no part of this party cares about governing. It's all about just um, chaos for chaos sakes. And the best part about all of this, the Republicans have had months to figure this out. They never locked it down. But as is tradition, Kevin McCarthy already moved his furniture into the speaker's office. Like everything's in there. Incredible. He might have to take it out. And I will play that on loop if he does. I'm joking about all this because I don't know, hubris coming back to bite feckless politicians in the face who aren't doing anything to help anyone is funny. It's funny to watch all these truly terrible feckless wannabe authoritarian dinkuses like Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Boebert be upset because, oh, I didn't get what I wanted. But no one wins in this situation. So I don't know. This is a rough start to the 118th Congress and unfortunately, probably the clearest possible picture of what the next two years will look like. Buffalo Bills safety DeMar Hamlin is in critical condition after collapsing on the field in Monday night's game. In a statement from the Bills, the 24-year-old suffered a cardiac arrest following a hit to the chest during the game. He remains in critical condition. The game was postponed with no current plan on when it will resume, though it will not resume this week. Everyone's hearts are with Hamlin while we wait to hear more. Our hearts are with Hamlin and his family, but my mind is on the NFL in hopes that they use this moment to understand that they cannot just treat the bodies of these players that they employ like this. Fix your equipment and protect your players that make you millions of dollars. And finally, not not really finally, because there's so much news, but this speaker vote really chomped through my whole show. 
new FDA rules will make abortion pills available over the counter. While a prescription is still needed, any retail pharmacy that wants to do so can carry the pills in their stores and send them by mail. The abortion pill is used in more than half of terminated pregnancies in America. And that's it. That's the news. Some of the news. A piece of the news. Come on back tomorrow when I plan to talk more about the House vote. A newly elected but yet to be sworn in House rep who is a liar liar, canceled flights, an update on Carrie Lake, and a bunch of other stuff that I can only assume will get tossed out because the news does not care about my rundowns. I'm proud of, oh man, this one's a tough one today. Uh, Spaghetti, of course, obviously. But more than that, more than the homemade spaghetti that I made the other day, and it was so warm and delicious and just totally like unreal. I'm not, it's not a brag, it's just that um, carbs are so, so good. But more than that first bite of that truly delicious meal, I'm proud of you.